0: I'm so frightened, Captain. I'm so very frightened.
1: That's the way they want you to feel. Makes them think that they're alive. I know it.
2: But I wish I could stop trembling.
1: Try not to think of them.
0: (laughs) Try. I'm thinking of all the times
2: on the Enterprise when I was scared to death. And I would see you so busy at your command. And I would hear your voice from all parts of the ship. And my
1: fears would fade. And now they're making me tremble. But I'm not afraid. I am not afraid.
2: This famous sports figure, an all-time great in his sport, will be the subject of the bonus biography round this week on the Sports Challenge. (laughs) Competing today, last week's winners, the champion Boston Celtics, first, the most valuable player
1: ever in the NBA, player coach Bill Russell.
2: Washington Senators 80, and now it's time for our bonus biography. Okay, Johnny, go. This world champion was born in Lexington, Alabama, but he grew up in Detroit, where he first began. Stop, the Boston Celtics were there. Joe
1: p- Lewis. Joe Lewis was correct. And the a great Dane makes a good family...
2: Much poorer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pet, pet Carol. Rest in peace, Nichelle Nichols, Bill Russell... And Pat Carroll. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Total red man has ever done like this to me. It's, uh, a-
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I give you...
0: The Dregs of Humanity! Episode 293. Submission number 303. A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own aired on CBS from April 10th to August 13th, 1993, for six episodes, one of which went unaired. <laughs> good film of 1992 was, no doubt, A League of Their Own. The story of a scrappy team in the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League of the 1940s, which played America's pastime while America's sons were all fighting America's war in two different non-American theaters. Like we said, it was the feel good film of nineteen ninety-two and spawned so many catchphrases, it literally became part of the pop culture zeitgeist. For example, there's no crying in baseball.
2: Well everyone knows that, but it had to take the movie to make everyone know that really cannot cry in
0: baseball because come on. Seriously. Jeez. And one would even argue that it made Tom Hanks' career before the likes of Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, and whatever came after those three. Because those were the big three in Tom Hanks' career. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the chemistry between Tom Hanks, Geeta Davis, Madonna, Lori Petty, Rosie O'Donnell. Hard to argue, isn't it? Oh, no. No,
2: without question.
0: And also, here's a neato fact. Benny Schramm was Evelyn Gardner in the film, and she would go on to play the assistant to Adrian Monk, who was played by Tony Shalhoub, who was in Wings in a career-defining role.
2: Wait wait a second.
0: Yes, we know. You like Wings.
2: Wait, how'd you know I love Wings?
0: Lucky guess. Moving on. Well,
2: I never mentioned it before in the history of this bias, but okay.
0: Okay, so, obviously, with success like that, Sony, who distributed the film, wanted to get in and pretty much make as much money as possible. So, they decided to take the premise of the film and expand upon it into a six-episode series for CBS. It would have aired in the spring and summer of 1993, which would have made sense given the fact that it's a baseball TV show. Duh. There's just one problem. Nobody watched it. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, well, we'll get into why nobody watched it in a second, but right now, let's go over who played what. Uh as coach Jimmy Dugan taking the Tom Hanks role would be Sam McMurray, who you would probably remember as dentist Vic Schweiber on Freaks and Geeks, Patrick O'Boyle in The King of Queens, and also the voice of Roy Hess in Dinosaurs.
2: Oh yeah. He was the voice of Roy on Dinosaurs. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay.
1: Yep. And he was on an episode of Wings in 1997.
2: Oh, did he want to see Rant, too?
1: No, that not that episode. Oh, it, oh. He, he, it, it was the last season, but uh, it was uh, a couple of episodes earlier. Uh, episode 13 in the, the eighth season. So three episodes before the uh, I want to go see Rant episode. Oh, well.
0: I want to see Rant. That's a shame. Oh. You yeah.
1: can't
0: win them all. Uh, no. Playing the Gina Davis role of Dottie Hinson was Carrie Lowell, who would be a few years removed from playing Assistant D.A. Jamie Ross in Law and Order, and also a few years after playing Bond girl Pam Bouvier in License to Kill. Still, the best. 007 video game to hit the NES. It was the only 007 video game to hit the NES.
2: And it was unreleased too, so
0: Yeah. It but never mostly, got a
2: release.
0: But mostly she's known for having been married to Richard Gere for 14 years.
2: Yes, she was married to Richard Gere for 14 years. Before or
1: after the Gerbil?
0: Uh definitely Way after. after. Way after. Okay. Playing Pitcher Kit Keller, who is played by Lori Petty in the film, would be Christine Elise, who is known as Emily Valentine in Beverly Hills 90210 and Kyle in the Child's Play franchise, well, Child's Play 2, most notably. In at right field for Biddy Schramm as Evelyn Gardner is Tracy Nelson who is known mostly for being the daughter of Ricky Nelson. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, because we talked about Ricky Nelson in the past in the uh, high school USA 84 pilot, obviously, back in episode 159.
1: And he was on a week of Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour. He was on the 50s week with
0: eight celebrities from the 50s and Mr. Black. And in at center field for Madonna, playing all the way Mae Mortobito, Wendy McKenna, who you would remember as Sister Mary Robert in the Sister Act movies. Playing third base as Doris Murphy, taking over for Rosie O'Donnell, who, by the way, would have a career by now, is Katie Rich. Katie Rich... Pretty much known for a movie career more than anything.
1: She was on an episode of one of Greg's favorites, and we're going to cover it one day. 18 Wheels of Justice. Oh, never a person from 18 Wheels of Justice. Someone,
2: please give us these episodes in English. I swear to God, we need to cover this. Someone buy us the DVDs, please. I'm not paying
0: $100 for them. I don't have $100 to pay for DVDs.
2: I will pay for ridiculous stuff. I'm not paying $100 to watch
0: 18 Wheels of Justice. Praising their roles from the build as Marla Hooch and Betty Horn, respectively, Megan Kavanaugh, who plays Judy Neutron on Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius and the subsequent... TV show that that film spawned, and Tracy Ryder, who is known less for her roles in What Harry Met Sally and Apollo 13, and more for being Penny Marshall's daughter. And apparently there was one more person who reprised their role, but I don't see what episode they did. It was Freddie Simpson who played Ellen Sue Gottlander, the shortstop and pitcher. And the fact of it all is that with that cast and one notable director, which we will get to momentarily, and the backing of Penny Marshall, Lowell Gans, and Babalu Mandel, who wrote the screenplay to A League of Their Own, this set the stage for perhaps the biggest success story on television of 1993. So what happened? We'll get there momentarily. But right now, let's talk about the show, which, by the way, serves as a sequel piece, of course, to the film itself. I'll tell you right now, it works if you ignore the fact that older versions of the characters come together in 1992 to remember their time in the League.
2: Yeah, you gotta treat this as the ending of the film just does not exist.
0: Yeah. So, let's go over the episode, shall we? Episode 1. Dottie's back. The struggling peaches try to get their former Queen of Diamonds, Dottie Henson, to return after league owner Walter Harvey threatens to get rid of the team. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Of course, this would pretty much fit like a glove out of the movie because the two writers of the movie, Lowell Gans and Babalu Mandel wrote for the movie. And this was basically sort of the sequel piece and it fit like a glove. And I'll tell you right now, it even had somebody from the movie reprising his role. Oh yes. In the role of Ernie Cappadino. John Lovitz,
2: yes, reprising his role as the scout from a league of their own. Oh, well, wait a minute, hold on a second. Chico. That's not even the
0: biggest name of the. That's not even the biggest name in the uh,
2: episode. Yeah, tell us who the biggest name of this episode is.
0: Playing Walter Harvey himself. Oh yes, I think also reprising
2: his role from the film. Gary Marshall, yes. And really, do we even need to describe? Who Gary Marshall is.
0: No. No. So that would be a nice little launching pad. I mean, this would this this looks like this looks like it could be something.
2: Yeah. But unfortunately, you're not gonna have John Levitz and Gary
0: Marshall on every week. Episode two, The Fat Boys of Summer. After Jimmy's ex-teammates ridicule the Peaches for not being real ballplayers. The girls challenged them to a special game of baseball. A special game of baseball. A special game of baseball.
2: What would be so special about baseball? It's already exists. It's called softball. That's a special game of baseball.
0: I thought we were going to talk about pickleball, but that's another special game.
2: Well, this is the nineteen forties. I don't think Wiffle Ball has existed yet, so How about
0: pickleball? Cause that's I, what I actually said. I've never played pickleball. I've never even seen pickleball, but all the kids can't stop talking about it. It's like a tennis
1: type of game. It's nowhere near baseball. Okay. Perfect. Episode
0: three. The Monkey's Curse.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. oh, this was great. I watched some of this on YouTube.
0: Dottie angers fans when she belts a lion drive into the field and hits the team's mascot, a chimpanzee, (laughs) and will find a way to redeem herself. (laughs) (laughs) Gary Marshall returns as Walter Harvey with an unnamed chimp as Peaches the Chimpanzee.
2: It could have been Bobby the Chimp. We don't know.
0: It could have been
1: Mr. Smith.
2: It could have no, been Mr. No, no Mr. Wait.
0: would have been way too old at this time.
2: Yeah, but also, was it either Orangutan?
0: Yes.
1: Okay, so that wouldn't work.
0: Oh,
1: same damn difference. I'm sorry.
0: But perhaps the biggest name, aside from Gary Marshall, would be the director. Because directing this episode, some guy named Tom Hanks. You probably have heard of him. He's... <laughs> He's done well for himself.
2: Oh, yes. And of course, we all know him from his greatest role in Bosom Buddies.
1: No, I'm kidding. No, Tom Hanks throwing out the first pitch at the inaugural Guardians game. That made his career with Wilson. Wilson. (laughs) And one other person I want to mention, just playing a man in the stands is E.E. Bell. Bob Rooney from Married with Children. One, one of Al's friends that uh, partakes in his mischief.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. And... <laughs> Getting hit by a blind drive by a
0: chimpanzee. You know what? You know what happened? You know what I think happened? What? Somebody at PETA watched this episode. And it was like,
2: oh no, this is terrible. I was like,
0: oh hell no. The next week, which would have been May 1st, it wasn't on the air. It was replaced by a repeat of In the Heat of the Night.
2: Well,
1: that's not bad. That Ingrid Newkirk is such a bitch. She founded PETA. Oh, yeah. Have I ever mentioned that the
2: theme song to In the Heat of the Night is one of my favorite theme songs ever?
0: I could totally get that.
1: It's a great theme song. Yes. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. In the Heat of the Night. Sang it, Greg. Sang it. And of course, it was not on the air the next week. And it wouldn't be on the air again until August 13th, 1993 which was a Friday. And then you had two episodes strung together, because this was a half-hour series, but this was a time when comedies were half-hours and they were supposed to be funny, and dramas were hours and they were not supposed to be funny. Nobody had heard of a dramatic half-hour or a comedic hour. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody thought
2: that was a concept in 1993.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna give maybe a counterexample to that. You base it on your own merits. Thirty something.
0: A funny drama that was an hour long.
1: It could be an example of a dramedy, if you well, will. Or so... you,
2: or you could count the days and nights of Molly Dodd. Wasn't that supposed to be? I don't dr- think that was
1: that wasn't an hour. That was half an hour.
2: Okay. I thought that oh. was an hour. Do- you
0: know what? Doogie Hauser.
2: Doogie Hauser, Yeah, that was a funny show. That was a drama.
1: Yeah. Which was a half an hour. Okay.
0: But yeah, this was supposed to be a League of the Road. It was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to make you laugh. It wasn't supposed to make you think. And yet, here we are making you think. And people tuned in. We'll, we'll talk about the schedule in a moment. But people tuned in, and they tuned out quickly. Episode four marathon: the Peaches participate in a dance marathon for war bonds. Oh, that's nice. War bonds. War bonds. And we have one name in this episode, and it's a guy who actually didn't. How long? How long is it since Willie Garson passed away, Mike?
1: I don't have it with me, but...
2: It's been less than a let year. Let me take
1: a look. Let, 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 let me take a look.
0: Yeah, because because me... Willie Garson spent most of his career being made by uh, Sex in the City, and sadly he's no longer with us.
1: He, he passed away under a year ago. It was September of uh, last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really sad. But with more gravitas than Willie Garson in an uncredited role... Alan Eisenstock and Larry Mintz were the writers of this episode, and they are two legends in the field. Episode 5, Drinking Problems. Jimmy gets Donnie drunk on champagne when he attempts to help her wedding anniversary depression. That gets awkward really quickly, because if you remember in the movie, Jimmy and Dottie kind of sort of had a thing going on.
2: Oh yeah, they did.
0: Yep, at least for the three seconds of that clip that appeared in the This Used to Be My Playgrounds video. And the Drinking Problems episode was the last one that aired. Because episode six, which was meant to be aired on May 1st, shortstop did not air.
2: Yeah, in fact, it never got released until recently when the film got released on 4K Ultra HD.
0: Yeah, it included what the producers thought, the producers of the uh, home videos thought, were the three best episodes of the series, which were Dottie's Back, Marathon, and Shortstop. Well, they should have
2: included the one with the
0: chimp. No. I think that's what got him in trouble in the first place, so yeah, best not. Anyway, in Shortstop, Jimmy hires a new shortstop based on her looks. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And that one would be Ellen Sue Gotland, a reprise of the film by Freddie Simpson. I don't know if that was supposed to be sort of a hook to the movie, but they were basically hooking everything they had to the movie, from two writers, to Tom Hanks as a producer, to two people reprising their role, and now Freddie Simpson.
2: Yeah. Okay, Okay. so that's the show,
0: right? That is the show, and like you said, uh, three of the episodes of The Six that got released were released ultimately on... Ultra 4K HD as part of the League of Their Own anniversary re-release. The other three were not released, although you can watch The Monkey's Curse unofficially on YouTube. The Fat Boys of Summer and Drinking Problems are considered lost media. So why did this TV show fail? which is a question that we kept asking ourselves. Well, I was looking through the research and found a really good article from Queerty, which, of course, is the uh, news for LGBTQ and their allies, and they had three really good reasons. One, the cast. Obviously, when you have Tom Hanks Rosie O'Donnell, Madonna, and Gina Davis. That's going to be mighty big shoes to fill. Uh, yeah. They did get Megan Kavanaugh and Tracy Ryder from the film, but it was basically like we're settling for Carrie Lowell in the Gina Davis role. We're settling for Sam McMurray in the Tom Hanks role. Yes, they're really good this, they're really good, and they have really good careers. But are they Gina Davis and Tom Hanks? Nope. Not even close. The second reason, how to position the TV show. And we glossed over this a while ago, because the TV show is half an hour long, but it was more of a dramedy than an out-and-out sitcom, which even with the hit of Doogie Howser being 30 minutes long and being more dramatic, and 30-something being more comedic for an hour-long TV show. The dramedy in 1993 still unheard of. But then you have this show, which is 30 minutes long, and of course, we're talking about the interplay between the players, the interplay between their personal lives, but then we bring up War and sexism. The Hollywood Reporter called it an identity crisis. A sitcom chock full of dramatic elements or a drama chock full of sitcom elements. Either way, it doesn't give you much reason to like it. And then there was the third reason. Look at the schedule.
2: Oh boy, I can't wait to see what this went up against.
0: When it premiered, the show was on Saturdays at 9 o'clock, right between Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, which was really good, and Brooklyn Bridge, which we may cover in a future episode.
2: Eh, no, that's, no, I don't want to do that. That was a good show. I don't want to cover Brooklyn Bridge. Come on.
0: And the premiere episode was watched fondly by people who remember how good the movie was. In fact, it got a 9.3 rating, which was pretty good, especially when you consider it was up against a repeat of The Commish and a new episode of Empty Nest. The next week, the reality sunk in. Empty Nest was a repeat, and it went back up to a 9.2, with the League of Their Own's Fat Boys of Summer episode dropping to a 7.7. A week later, the Chimp episode dropped further to a 6.1, being beaten by Empty Nest, a movie on ABC, and an episode of Code 3, which was basically uh, cops for medics, with a 7.2. And that's basically when CBS made the decision to shelve the other three episodes until August, and hopefully... Hopefully, they can find an audience in August. Wonder what happened the last time CBS tried to find an audience for something in August. How about never? That's a callback to last week, by the way. Oh, right. Here at the top, it was a good episode. Yes. So, CBS put it on two episodes Friday, August 13th the Marathon episode, and drinking problems. Marathon had the dubious honor of going up against Mancuso FBI and Family Matters, and also something called Frankenstein the College Years. Go figure. What? What the hell is Frankenstein the College Years? It was a movie on Fox on Friday night. That's all you need to know about it.
2: All right, then fine. I'm going to put it on. What the hell? (laughs)
0: Who is in that movie? William Ragsdale, Vincent Hammond, Christopher Daniel Barnes, and Larry Miller.
2: Oh, well, Larry Miller. I mean, come on. That's going to be
0: hilarity. And that ranked a 4.5 against a repeat of Family Matters, which ranked at a 9.4. Drinking Problems was a 4.4 against a repeat of Hanging with Mr. Cooper, which was a 9.7. At this point, CBS is not even bothering with the shortstop episode. Let's just shelf this series and get on with our lives. We have a fall to think about. And that's exactly what CBS did. Oh, there's one more thing. And this is going back to the Queerty article. And they're sourcing a quote from Tracy Ryder, who spoke with the Washington Post very frankly about the show. The sitcom is a male medium, and we don't want to lose the esteem these women deserve. These were really successful women at the time, but the world was not okay because of men. It makes me understand what my mom went through when she starred on Laverne and Shirley in the 70s and 80s. She's not wrong, you know. No. It's like, these were talented women, and they deserve all of whatever was due to them. And like Jimmy Dugan said in the movie. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. But you would think this would be the end of the story. Yeah, no.
2: There's a reason why we're covering this.
0: It's not just because baseball. Although, let's be honest. Baseball.
2: No, it's getting a revival Well, a new version of A League of Their Own is coming to TV on Amazon Prime Video.
0: Yeah, And much like the movie and the series, this has a whole lot of talent behind it.
2: Oh yeah, it's got Abby Jacobson on it. I'm excited about that. And um, uh, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Uh, Nick Offerman? Yeah, Nick Offerman, yeah. I'm sorry, he'll always be Ron Swanson to me.
0: It also has uh, Shantae Adams from Roxanne Roxanne. Darcy Carlin from both The Good Place and Barry. Oh yeah,
2: she was awesome on Barry in the last uh, season.
0: Roberta Calandra's from I Love Dick and Vina and Fun Home, and Kelly McCormick from her own damn films, I guess because wow. <laughs> from her own damn. Film. And I guess the best thing about this upcoming uh, TV project is that the only thing connecting this show from the franchise is the premise behind it.
2: Yeah, because I don't think this has anything to do with the continuity of the actual movie, right? The new series. It's to quote David S. Pumpkin's its own thing.
0: It's its own thing, yes. And they have a second chance to get this right because episodes are going to run for an hour on Prime Video.
2: Oh, good! And I can't wait for this. I'm so excited about this.
0: Yep. Uh, I'll tell you right now, it had its world premiere on June 13th already, but the series is set to start streaming on August 12th. Which so, would, which would wh- be, if I'm not mistaken, this time next week.
2: Or if you're listening to this on PlayStation, it's probably like right now. Yeah. Depending on whenever I put this up, who knows? But yeah. August 12th is the date it's coming out on Prime Video.
0: Yep, and we can't wait for that. That's going to be a really good watch, I think. Yes. It'll be a nice, refreshing uh, break from your Marvel shows, your Star Wars shows, the boys. Well, I like the boys. Leave me alone. Ultimately, this show sought to expand on a story that, frankly, didn't need to be expanded upon. The movie did a fine enough job as it was.
2: And we got closure in the movie.
0: We got closure in the movie. The movie gave us heart. The movie gave us catharsis. The movie gave us closure. But A League of Their Own in 1993 gave us this thing on TV. Closing thoughts, gents?
2: Uh, nope. I think we said all we have to say. I mean, I don't think people were ready for that kind of show in 1993, but you know what? 2022? Different animal. Different time, different
0: place. Indeed it is. But like we said, if you want to watch three of the six episodes, they're available in in the uh, Anniversary Ultra 4K HD release. So watch that. So out. Oh, and, of course the monkey episode is on YouTube so watch those four episodes and come to your own decisions. in the meantime we're gonna hit up the refreshment stand at it was a thing on tv.com where you can catch up on all the previous installments. all of our previous entries are remasters, director's cuts, mini-sodes, live watches whole lot of content bordering on 400 episodes of content on it was a thing on tv.com. And, of course, we are on all social media at It Was a Thing on TV, except we struck out on Facebook once. Long story. Don't Don't, care to go into it. Darn it. So we're at It Was a Thing on TV podcast there. And, of course, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment. Well, you can't comment, but like, share our videos, and hit that notification bell after you've subscribed. Yay! So you can stay up to date on all of our future entries. For example, next week takes a look into the slice of life of an eccentric billionaire, his materialistic wife, and their servants. Two of which would go on to future success with each other's help. True story. And that's coming up next time right here on it was a thing on TV thanks for listening please be kind to each other and we will see you for the next one wow you're gonna
1: win. we're gonna win
0: we're
1: gonna win we're gonna win
2: <laughs> you're gonna win you stink you're gonna win yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha!